Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode 82. It's Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Before I get into sharing your dance content for the day, I just wanted to give a big thank you to you all. After two short months, we've already had over a thousand downloads and we wouldn't be able to hit that number, that mark without your help and you tuning in daily. So I hope you know how much I appreciate you and how thankful I am that you trust me every day to share with you the best dance content out there. I'll be sending out freebies to all of our subscribers who've signed up through our website. So if you haven't yet done so, make sure you do that so you don't miss out on any free opportunities. During a time where we can feel sometimes further apart from our dance families than what we have before in the past, we're all trying to find out new ways on how to connect, how to feel that same warmth that we felt before within the studios and going to shows and taking class with one another. One way some people supplement is through online classes, but another interesting way we can do it is by diving into books written by performers, artists, and other dance educators. With that being said, let's give a warm welcome to a brand new author on our show today, Miss Megan Taylor Morrison. With that being said, let's dance on into our content for the day titled Dance Adventures, True Stories About Dancing Abroad. How can people with no shared language communicate? How can someone who had just arrived in a foreign country quickly make friends or meaningfully engage with local culture? To former professional dancer, Megan Taylor Morrison, now a life coach and dance travel expert, the answer couldn't be clearer. Dance. In her new book, Dance Adventures, True Stories About Dancing Abroad, Morrison demonstrates that dance can forge connections between people from different backgrounds, as well as lead to cross-cultural experiences that promote greater understanding of another culture or engender tremendous personal growth for the traveler. For many of us during the age of COVID-19, life-giving experiences are in short supply. The things we love, attending incredible dance performances, going to dance classes, or hugging people within our dance communities feel far away. Dance adventures bring the wonder of adventure and movement to readers wherever they may be. This anthology includes 19 true stories written by a diverse group of renowned performers, dedicated dance teachers, dance scholars, and other avid dance travelers who explore their craft and locations tied to their family history and discover how dance helps them connect with their heritage, build bonds and community with locals through a shared love of movement. 
challenge their assumptions, embrace the unknown, and find surprising new truths by saying yes to spontaneous opportunities, or reflect on who they are and discover how dance can make them a better version of themselves. The contributors hail from all corners of the world, and their stories take place in 17 different countries, including India, China, Senegal, Philippines, Angolia, Brazil, Morocco, Cuba, China, and Mozambique. Contributors include Courtney Celeste Spears, a dancer with the world-renowned Alvin Ailey Dance Theater, and Dance Adventures. She writes about her experience returning to her second home in the Bahamas and serving as an ambassador between her family, her heritage, and her dance company. For Spears, dance brought the two worlds she cherished together— Indian-American folk dancer Dr. Ted Samuel, who embarks on a year abroad in South India where his parents are from. As a member of the Indian diaspora, he initially faces the challenges of feeling like an outsider in India, but ultimately finds an important vehicle for connection in Karagatam, a traditional South Indian folk dance. Shusha Kapis, a Hungarian dancer whose family immigrated to the United States in 2000 to leave behind a life of ethnic oppression, and dance adventures, she shares a story from her three-year journey around the world, during which she studied the healing effects of dance and movement improvisation. She writes about her time in Indonesia, where her intense work with the creator of a dance style known as Jogged Amerta Movement led to lessons that helped heal her childhood trauma. Makeda Kumasi, who teaches West African dance classes at UC Riverside, visits Senegal for the first time. There, she fulfills her lifelong dream to set foot on the land of her African ancestors and gains the first-hand knowledge she feels she needs to teach West African dance at the university level. The story highlights her final day in the country when she visits Gure Island and confronts the realities of the Atlantic slave trade. Each of the stories and dance adventures highlights a way that dance travel leads to meaningful experiences, thereby shaping a person's identity, facilitating their personal growth, or uniting them with people from a different background. Megan states within Dance Adventures excerpts from a forthcoming anthology about dance travel. In 2018, I began the journey of helping artists from around the world document their stories about the epic experiences they had dancing abroad. Now, two and a half years later, these educational first-person narratives are a part of my forthcoming anthology, Dance Adventures, True Stories About Dancing Abroad, available on Amazon September 17th. As a dancer, journalist, and professional life coach, this project originally represented a convergence between my skills and passions, as well as a way I felt excited to contribute to the world of dance education. After the death of George Floyd, however, I began to see the anthology as having a greater purpose. I wanted it to contribute towards a larger shift towards racial equality in the arts and journalism industries in the United States. As the movement for valuing and honoring Black lives grew over the summer, I felt it was critical that this book also center the experiences of BIPOC contributors. I wanted the anthology to be different from other publications in the predominantly whitewashed travel industry and to be a part of setting a new precedent. In other words, I wanted my book to be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. I am so proud to share the final product with our community. The book can provide a source that centers the experiences of authors of color, opening crucial conversations on race and identity in the United States and abroad. 
According to Monsal Durden, Assistant Professor of Practice at the USC Kaufman School of Dance, this book is indispensable in light of the current social momentum with regard to black lives and the dismantling of violent systems. Many of the stories portray the experiences of individuals in whom multiple languages, customs, and spaces coexist and for whom dance is the unifying factor. Thank you so much to Miss Megan Morrison for giving us permission to share with you her wonderful content about her upcoming book. If you're interested in pre-ordering it, you can check the show notes. There's a link for you there. If you're in a part of the country or anywhere where there's not as much diversity as you'd like, diving into books are a great way to expand your understanding, your knowledge, and as well as become a little bit more cultural, especially during a time whenever we can't travel. What better way to to learn about travel and culture than artists themselves. Artists and dancers have a way of presenting everyday information to people in a way that they feel connected to it and engaged and therefore a little bit more sympathetic because it's communicated in a way that can be super relatable or emotionally invoking. As an artist who's been fortunate enough to experience a variety of cultures and dance a variety of genres, I feel the ultimate responsibility to share and uh, educate not only my students, but as well as my peers, family members, friends on the importance of diversity and the importance of empathy. Before we can go out and change the world, we have to take a deep look inside and change ourselves first. Diving into books like this and putting yourself into another dancer's shoes is a great first step. And if the funds are a little low where we need to save up before we can get the book, no fear and no worries. The internet has so much information out there with people posting from their own personal blogs to social media. I encourage you today to do a little bit of research within a dance genre or style you might not be most familiar with and see what that dance style means to someone else who may be different from you. I bet you'll find a lot of similarities there. That's your tip for the day. Thanks for listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.